and welcome to the Citrus Gridiron, your home for Central Florida high school football. Another good week of high school football. A lot of guys that really stood out this week. Uh, a lot of midseason highlights have been coming out. I know we're a little bit past that now, but they're still coming out, and I've been really impressed with a lot of guys in the area. Yeah, no, we say it all the time, but Central Florida is packed full of talent this year. Yeah. And, you know, not disappointed at all. No, no, one of the better years in a long time, I think. Uh, we wanted to touch base on some notable players that we've had on this season. We always like to, you know, give some shout-outs to guys. Uh, Trey Clark out of Seminole. I mean, just what what can you say, man? He's he's all around a great player. He's he's putting together a highlight reel every game. He's got a ton of yards on the season. What do you like about him? I mean, he's just a big physical runner, but he yep. also has the speed, you know, in the open yep. field to really kind of pull away from defenders, which is kind of a rare thing. Yeah. But, you know, he's a special kid, and I think, you know, um, at the next level. Yeah. You know, it's exciting to watch him. I think he's one of the most underrated players on that offense overall, man. He's he's always making things happen for that team. He's a key piece of that team. So, always someone you got to scheme against, you know, as an opposing team. Uh, and then you got Rodney Grant running the ball as well yeah, over there. Another stud, you know, yeah. fun to watch. And, you it's know, an that's a good all around. one-two combo right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. They, they put together a really, really good game in that DeLand win, which was a very close game, very good game, down to the wire. We knew that was going to happen. Two very talented rosters, two uh, very well-coached teams as well. So shout-out to both those teams putting together a great game. And someone I've been wanting to talk about for a while, uh, I, I saw him play live against Apopka uh, a couple weeks ago, is Michael Clayton, Edgewater's quarterback. He, in my opinion, is probably one of the most well-put-together players in the area. He's a young kid. He, he, he's got years, years to go, and, and man. He's going he's gonna to put together a really good high school career. He already has. He's going to be a, a probably power five guy and, and have his choice of picking of schools, man. Yeah, and I know those Edgewater coaches are real happy. You know, yeah. he's a young kid, and, you know, he's just an absolute stud, and he's just going to continue to get better. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. He's, he's really good. He climbs the pocket well. He can throw on the run. He's very accurate. Uh, I think, seriously, I think he's one of the most well-put-together quarterbacks in the area. I think him and Noah Grubbs you know, are going to be two of the, the marquee guys coming out of Central Florida to come, man. we got some good quarterbacks in the area out of the 407. So, Michael Clayton, look out for him. Yep. And then we got uh, Chris Bodie out of Pine Ridge, man. He's putting together a heck of a season. I know you liked his tape a lot at running back. Yep. Very, very, very good player, downhill runner, lightning speed. Yeah, that's what kind of pops is the, yeah. know, the speed and the athleticism. And it's really, you know, rare to see at this level that yeah. you can – just the explosiveness on this kid's out. It's insane. So, yeah, really good player. Pine Ridge always has some good athletes, and, and Chris Bodie's no exception to that. Just absolute stud. And then uh, Jaden Franco's putting together a really good season at a university, Orange City. Man, he's a really good player, and Orange City in general is a really good team this year, yeah. a team to look out for. Just beat Spruce Creek last yeah. week. Yeah, and Jaden Franco is a perfect example of, of a good high school football player that is marketing himself out well. He puts his, his tape out there. He puts little clips together on Twitter, or, or X, whatever you want to call it now. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, this, this kid's a really good player. I think he changes direction really well. He puts his foot in the ground and breaks on the ball really well. He's an aggressive player. He's got good size, good length. It's a really good football player, man, and I'm excited to see, 
you know, his, his college decision because I think he's grabbing the attention of colleges because he's putting his name out there, man. Yeah, I mean, other people, the younger kids take note, you know. Yeah. He's always, like, after game, like, even if it's not a huge highlight yeah. at night. Yeah. You know, he's putting film up of him in coverage. and Dude, that's the thing about, especially with defensive backs, is you can record almost no statistics and still have a heck of a game. Yeah. Because if you're on that receiver like glue – that's a play. That's a yeah. highlight. You know, you guys don't have to have interceptions or pass breakups or, or open field tackles to put together high, highlight tape. I know Jaden Franco, uh, Damon Allen on the top of my head, they put together really good tapes of just in coverage. Yeah. If, if they're not throwing your way, if you have zero targets your way, that's, that's a great volumes, thing. Yeah. If the quarterback's not even looking in your direction, that's a good thing. So Jaden Franco, you know, you can give yourself a pat on the back for putting together a really good year. And that Orange City team as well, really good year so far. Happy for them. And the last last guy I want to talk about, I know you really like him in the trenches. We got Thomas Garrity, man. He's a tough kid. Yep. Really aggressive offensive lineman out of Osceola. I know he's got that Duke offer. And uh, there's no surprise to that, man. He's an aggressive kid. He, he moves really well. And, again, someone that markets his name out there for himself. And, and he's really, you know, putting in the work on the field and off the field to set himself up for a successful future. Yeah, you know, he keeps his feet moving all the time, you know, yeah. finishes all his blocks. And that's one of the biggest things for all offensive linemen out there is, you know, make sure you finish your blocks, you yep. know. Yep. Coaches love seeing that extra bit of drive to you. And, you know, we talk about all the time, the dog in you, but it's so yep. true. Like, that's what makes a really good offensive lineman. Yep. Thomas Garrity opening the, the gaps for uh, Tavion Swint to run through. and. Yep. That's a good team, man. They they uh they always got athletes coming out of there. John Walker out of Osceola last year is a midseason All American over at UCF. So, you know, I think Osceola is just going to continue to produce these Division One talents. Um, no surprise there. Yeah. Thomas Garrity could be the next on the line to uh, be a, a good Osceola alum. All right. So something I want to talk about. I want to give. I know we've done a seminal episode. I kind of wanted to focus a little bit on a new team this week. A team that we haven't really talked much, and I think we're both guilty of kind of sleeping on them a little bit. Uh, this is a team that historically, uh, to be quite blunt, has has not been put. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to say it in a nice way, but they really haven't had a lot of success out of this program. They've been uh, honestly one of the teams that's almost a lot of teams would look at as as their bye week. You know, when yeah. when we were in school, we looked at that. Um, we looked at them like that, and a lot of teams do, but not anymore. No, not at all. And, I mean, Lyman's always had kids. Yep. Like, always had studs. I remember when we were in high school, they had, you know, Tony Jones and yeah. Gooch. Greg and Gooch, man. They Lucas had, Fowler. I mean, yeah. some, some real ball players, you yep. know, but just, you know, never could put it together. But yeah. But now, Lyman High School, the Greyhounds out of Longwood – Jermel Jones came from Masters Academy. Yep. All right? I just wanted to give this quick statistic. Before Jermel Jones came to Lyman, Lyman hasn't had a six-win season since 2009. That's crazy. And no offense to any of the Lyman alum, they, like he's just said, they've had great athletes. They never really put it together before Jones, before Jermel Jones came. Lyman hasn't had a... Six win season since 2009. Let me just say that one more time. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Jermel Jones comes. Last season, they're 7-3. and three. Yeah. That's a huge change. I think in 2020, they, were, they had two wins. Yeah. This season, they're already 6-2 and two with a huge game against Oviedo coming up. Yeah. And I think that's really going to be the tell of, of how serious Lyman is. 
you know, when they face Oviedo and, and all those studs over there. This season, six and two with two losses that, you know, I think they lost to Evans, um, which Evans is, you know, a solid team with athletes all over the field. Yeah. So, Lyman, man, they beat Lake Brantley for the first time in how long? I can't even remember the last time I mean, it's, beat Brantley. It's been, I mean, maybe a decade. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. So, and that is a ton of credit, obviously, to that entire coaching staff who has changed the culture of the program. They changed the program in general. Because, like we said, Lyman's always had the guys. They've always had the pieces to the puzzle. They just didn't put that puzzle together. Yep. And now what they're doing is they get a coach with a great resume from Masters Academy. He's produced a lot of Division One talent, a lot of guys out there. And they're putting it together. He has a great support system. They have great coordinators. They look the part. Lyman is really putting it together. And they're not that team anymore where it's like, oh, we're playing Lyman this week. Yeah, and, and another thing is they're active on Twitter with their yeah. recruiting too. Yep. Which you love to see, you yeah. know. Um, they, got some, they got some guys over there that are D1 prospects. I know they have a, a New Hampshire commit. Yeah, offensive lineman. Um, yeah. Rontavious Washington. Yep. You know, big body, you know, a dog too. So, I mean, they've got talent all across the board. Sev Karam, the receiver. Yeah. Evans Brantley, I know he had some numbers. Um, yeah, Sev is, has, has put together a, a, a really good season, man. He's an athlete, lightning speed, really fits that Greyhound mold. At receiver, he's an athlete. I know he yep. could he can make an impact on special teams. There's a lot of guys there, and these guys, I hope they realize that they're really part of a historic movement in Lyman in Lyman football. Yep. Um, because, like I said, Lyman used to honestly be just another game where it's like, all right, we're playing Lyman this week. Yeah, if you had some guys banged up, maybe they don't get as many reps that week. Because you know? it's Lyman. Yep. Now it's like you have to take this team serious. Yeah, this is a team that's three and zero in the district. They can go ahead. They can make the playoffs. And they can make noise in the playoffs. Yeah. I, don't, I don't doubt Dermell Jones and, and the Greyhounds one bit. Uh, Will Burke at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he's having a season for himself, man. He's, he's the first quarterback in, in however long to beat Lake Brantley. He's 3-0 in the district. They, they have six wins right now. Yeah, I mean, he's got playmakers to get the ball to, and he does yeah. his job of getting it in their hands. And, you know, yeah. that's all you can really ask for out of a quarterback. Yeah, and again, that speaks a lot of volume to just that whole program. They're, they're really a, a working machine right now, and I think they have a lot of momentum right now going into the biggest game of their season against Oviedo. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, and then you got uh, Bobby Thomas out there that makes plays. Julian Prime at running back makes plays. Yeah, he's a stud too. Yeah, dude, they got, they got really good players, really underrated players all around the board. Uh, I would love to just continue to follow them because, like I said, I'm a little bit guilty of it as well. It's almost turning an eye on linemen, you know. It's yeah. like – it's easy to turn your head on them and, and just forget about them. But right now, Jermel Jones says, no, yeah, we're here. We're sneak, here to stay. They're sneaky good, man. They're one of those sneaky good teams. And when, once they beat Brantley, I know Lake Brantley is not the normal Lake Brantley right now. That's just the honest truth. Yeah, they're but beating Brantley is a big deal for Lyman. Oh, that was – that's like every year when we were in high school, yeah. that was Lyman's Super Bowl. Yeah, yes. Like, and they never won it. Yeah. So it's, it's cool to see, you know, programs changing, you know. Yes. A hundred percent. It's just a shakeup, you know, kind of like college football right now. You know, Bama's not top dog no yeah. more. Yeah, yep. You know what I'm saying? You got so Team Washington, you know, coming out and being a good team. Yeah, it's cool to All see. All these other teams. See, see something new for a change is really good. Um, but, yeah, Lyman, really, really happy for them. I wish him the best of luck. Jermell Jones really helping his team out and recruiting, like you were saying. I know he has connections over uh, with New Hampshire, yep. where we've done our interview, obviously, with Coach Watkins, and, you know, they've offered um, – 
players at linemen, and it's just really good to see. It's really refreshing to see a team come out and make a make a splash like this. Yeah, and all and you know, huge credit to Coach Jones over there, and you know, keep pushing those kids. You know, the, it's important. Yeah, you know, some of these like for a lot of these kids, like a coach is going to have a much bigger impact. Yes. Than people think. So hundred percent, man. These these coaches can change these kids' lives. Absolutely. And they can really set them up and that's what he's doing for these kids. And I really hope these kids are grateful. Yep. I don't know any of these kids personally. We haven't spoke to any of them. We haven't interviewed any of them yet, but I think I think they are grateful. I think they understand what they have going. I think they know what they have is special. Like you said, you see them all engaged on Twitter and it's awesome to see, man. I'm really, really happy for them. And uh, Lyman rooting for you guys. Excited for you to play against Oviedo, man. That's going to be a really good game. Yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on for sure. Yep. So one last thing I know we wanted to talk about. So we got probably, arguably, maybe not even arguably, probably the, the best player in Central Florida is LJ McCray. Yep. Um, holy smokes, man. We saw him play live. He was already our number one on our on – our, our, well, we didn't really have a list, but he was our number one big man defensive player. Yeah. Um, he never fails to just amaze me. He's got the body. He looked like he, he looks like he could get drafted in the NFL draft tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's already got the size. Uh, he's got the athleticism. I mean, everyone knows who he is, and, and there's a reason for that. And he is going to commit, I believe, this this upcoming weekend. Yeah, I think correct? the 21st. Yeah, 21st. Yeah. He's going to. And I just wanted to kind of get a little bit of insight on you. I know we don't know anything, so don't yeah. don't think this means anything. But just from our insight, where where do you see him going? I mean, I think right now he's got the big three. Yeah, which I love. I love For that. the state of yes. Florida, that's awesome, man. I love I love people. I love to see healthy debates, too, on Twitter. You know, yeah. it's always nice to see Miami, Florida, and Florida State go at it. Like, who's going to get McCray? Yeah, and then him staying it's him staying home would be awesome. Yeah. And and I think he will. I do, I do I do too. But I think he will right now Florida State is the best they've been in a very long time. Yeah, they've got the they've got the fire right now. And I think You think he's, he's going to go to Florida State? Yeah. Really? I mean, they're on pace to put out another first round defense end again. Yeah. Yeah. You had what was his name Johnson? Yeah, yeah, Tremaine. Jermaine, Jermaine Johnson. Yep, came out, and then this year they got Jared Verse. Yep, another the transfer stud. from uh, Albany, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah, and then now yeah. I think it's LJ McCray next in line. Yeah. Hmm, I like that. So you're taking from the perspective of he's he's kind of looking at what they're currently producing. Yep. I like that. There's so much that goes into college commitments now. So yeah. the crystal balls get so much harder because the NIL uh, yeah, and you know stuff like at. this. Yeah, we, exactly. I mean, that's the truth, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised like Texas or something isn't up there recruiting him super heavy because he's got what Florida, Miami, Florida State, Georgia, Auburn. I believe that's right. Yeah. Um, I th- I personally I'm a Miami fan. But I don't think he's going to go to Miami. I think he's going to go to Florida. Yeah. I think he fits that system well. Um, and I I'm interested to see where he's going to play in terms of position. Because yeah. I mean, you can line up. He's athletic. We've talked about him plenty of times. He's athletic enough to play on the edge. He's big enough to play in the interior. It's like what. Where do you put him? I think, I think maybe early on in his career, they start him inside in like a three yeah. tech role. Yeah, yeah. But then you know, as he 
gets bigger and stronger and faster. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that's even possible. But <laughs> I'm those strength and conditioning coaches at the college level will definitely yeah. bring it out of them. And 100%. I think they maybe then bump them out to edge, and I think he'll yeah. be a serious force. I do too. And I don't like to I don't like to hype up people too much in terms of like future predictions. But he is a guy. He's definitely a guy that that has a, a high percentage chance of being an NFL guy. Yeah. Um, you can just see it at this this age already. So wish him nothing but the best. And I I don't like to give NFL comparisons either, but positionally, mm-hmm. let's just say positionally, he's he's almost like an Eric Armstead. Yes. Eric Armstead's very similar in the terms of size, in terms of you can put him on the edge. And he can be an efficient edge redditor, and, and he's strong enough and big enough to play in the interior. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, so I think I think that's kind of like how I see him, and I think that is, I mean, every defensive coach's dream yeah. <laughs> to have a guy like that. The man. versatility in the trenches is that's big. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh, because I mean, the, you see it so many times now in college football um, and in the NFL, where it's like people try to game plan against certain players so an offense they're like all right we're gonna run away from Micah Parsons right yep well it's like Micah Parsons can play almost anywhere on the field (laughs) so it's like LJ McCray is one of those guys where you can line him up anywhere on that defensive line that defensive front and how do you game plan against that you can't run against them you can't run away from them yeah because he's quick enough to run you down yeah and you don't know where he's gonna be yeah you can't just audible every time you go to the line to line up against them to run against them oh away from them sorry so, I don't know, man. Uh, but, yeah, my, my crystal ball prediction is Florida, our first ever Citrus Gridiron crystal ball <laughs> prediction. Like I said, we have no insight on any of this. Just just a kind of wild guess, see just where we go. Just a couple dudes just predicting some yeah. limits, huh? <laughs> no money on it or anything. Just just some fun predictions. But, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, best of luck the rest of the season. Postseason's going to be here before you know it. So, get ready. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. Keep grinding in the classroom, and uh, that's all I can say. Thank you, guys.